love, 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 love. So if you were to walk up to anyone today, would you be able to ask a question like this? You look great today. How do you do it? Or I love the way you walk so confident. Or you're an absolute special person in my life and I just want to make sure that you know that. Or you're really great at your job. I mentioned a few of those statements to ask, have you given a compliment to anyone lately? For majority of us, I'm pretty sure that the answer is no, but why not? Love is something that you can only give away, but you have to have it to give it, and you get it by loving yourself. But therein lies the problem and is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So everywhere I go, I make it a point to smile at anyone that is walking like towards me. Like, I don't like run in front of them and turn around and smile at them. That would be kind of a little freaky. But I do make sure if I walk into the grocery store or in a parking lot or at, you know, the mall, that if someone is walking towards me, I will try my best to make eye contact in a casual way and just smile. And when I do this, I am getting about a 90% rate of return. So I'm going to call that my SM or SROR, which is a smile rate of return, which in the business world at 90%, that's just phenomenal, almost even unheard of. So whether it's a curse or a gift or whatever you call it, I think sometimes I see sad and I have the ability to see invisible. Actually, I think we all do if we really look for other people that are having maybe a sad day or not feeling that great, or maybe it's that one time they got out. But regardless, I find that every time I smile at someone and I get that 90% of return, it makes me feel special and it also makes them feel special. It brings them joy and it actually brings me joy. And I think that there is one simple reason for this, and that's that we all want to feel loved and accepted. And that smile is just telling them, hey, I'm okay, you're okay. Um, We're all in this together. So we all desire to feel loved and to feel wanted. So why is it so hard to first love ourselves? And if love is something that we have to have in order to give it away, then shouldn't learning to love ourselves be the main priority of what we should be focused on if we don't have it already? Should it be like a kindergarten class where you have to make an A before you move on to the next grade, but the actual class should be called learning to love yourself and accept yourself for who you are? I mean, basically, you have to love and accept yourself before you can get into a loving relationship with any, any other human being. You cannot go into the relationship, and I think we all know this by now, if you are needing them to complete you in any form or any way, it just will not work. Whether it's a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, it doesn't matter. What you can do is go into it, but you're just going to screw it up and then just add it to your list of failures so you can dislike yourself even more eventually. And that just simply seems preposterous. So the first word of advice I'm going to throw out there is immediately you have to vow to yourself right now at this very moment immediately that you have got to stop comparing yourself to any other human being out there in this world right now. 
You have got to start to love the person that every morning when you get up and you brush your teeth, you are looking at the mirror at and who is looking right back at you. Now, you can feel inspired by others and maybe their accomplishments or something that they've done that can inspire you to be at a certain point of where you want to be eventually, but you absolutely have to stop comparing your body, your face, your life, your house, your car, your kids, um, any kind of special gifts that you may or may not have, the amount of money that you have in your bank, or anything that you've done in your past to any other human being that is living on this earth right now with you. And you have to be really, really serious about this. You've got to cut yourself off from social media if that is where you're looking and you're feeling inadequate by comparing yourself to others, maybe classmates or people that you graduated with or maybe just friends that you've grown up with and you're like watching their life and as it unfolds, it looks wonderful in comparison to yours. Um, so you've got to cut it off because if I were to ask you to give up coffee, there's no way that I would say, hey, meet me at a coffee bar um, and let's have game night. If you were an alcoholic, there is no way that I'm going to invite you to a cocktail party. So if I'm asking you to please stop comparing yourself to others and the number one venue for comparison right now is social media, then you must give up whatever form of social media that you are looking at in comparing yourself to others. And this becomes a real problem if you don't because subconsciously you're starting to dig a deeper hole of insecurity each and every time that you're starting to compare yourself or starting to see what other people's are doing and how their life is going in comparison to yours each time you look. And sometimes this is a little tricky because sometimes it's not even social media. Sometimes it's the people and the friends that you're hanging around with. So at that point, you might actually have to start not hanging out with them or saying no to maybe your living arrangement and have to change a few things in your life. How many of you out there have heard that saying, beauty lies within? Well, I want you to think of that word lies as actually being a lie. The lie that is telling you that you are not good enough in some form or another because basically that is what everyone is telling you when you are comparing yourself with others, which basically that comparison that we've been talking about is the thief of joy for many. So you need to own who you are at this very moment with no changes exactly how you are. So if you have fat rolls, then love them and own them no matter where they're at. You can hide them if you want. You can let them fall out. That's strange. But anyway, um, if you want to get rid of them, then get rid of them. If you love them, then keep them. There are plenty of ways to change how you look if you want to personally change. But the point is, is that you have to love yourself as you are right now. So in order to love yourself, and let's just use the fat as an example, if you do have fat on you, the fat is not you, and you need to understand that. You are not the fat. You are separate from the fat, and you need to see the person and not necessarily the package. You need to love that person that you are, not 
as you look or as you are today, but the person inside. You need to love the person that you see in the mirror, no matter what that person looks like at this current stage in life or what that person has done in the past. You need to give that person grace that you're looking for or at in the mirror and offer forgiveness for whatever it is and for all of those hangups and issues that you have right now. Like, for instance, my pinky toe barely even has a nail on it. I don't know why, it just will not grow a nail. And occasionally, I will get like a wild hair growing out of my chin. And if I don't pluck my eyebrows, I'm pretty sure that I would have uh, a unibrow that would give Bert from like Sesame Street a run for his money. I'm not big-breasted. I've lost a little of my butt maybe as I get older. And I've not done always nice things to people. And sometimes when I look back, I'm not really proud of some of the things that I did when I was a kid. I'm telling you this to remind you that we are all broken. And the sooner that you realize this, the better. So what I always say, and if you know me, you'll probably know exactly what I'm about to say, but what I always say is most personal is most universal. Meaning if we're going to have a conversation, we might as well get to the meat of the conversation and ask the serious questions because the, all the other stuff is just bullshit. So my problems and your problems are probably just the same. And we're going to learn that once we start having open communication. And your inadequacies and my inadequacies are not so special once we start talking about it because we'll realize that over the past 60 years or the 60 forward years that are about to come, either you have experienced something like that or I have or we're about to or we know someone. And that's when you don't get hung up on those little issues because you say something that you're so ashamed of and then someone else is guys, oh my gosh, that happened to me, blah, 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 when. And it lightens the load. It makes everyone dealing with their stuff realize that it's not so bad, regardless if you know it or not at that point. You have just tended to place all the burdens on yourself. And now, by talking and opening up and realizing that your baggage is not so bad, that you've just lightened your load. And once you understand that, then some of the weight can be lifted off of your shoulders. And then you will start to forgive yourself and your load will start to get lighter and your world will start to be brighter and you will start to experience what I'm referring to as self-love. It's not a me, me thing. It's just a, hey, you know what? I'm okay, I love myself. This is where it starts, and it's that one ingredient that you've been missing. It's why you keep bouncing around from relationships to relationships or not being happy with whatever you're doing or actually not going for whatever it is that you want to be in life because of your self-doubt or your self-loathing or maybe being critical of others or pointing out all their flaws. It is that one ingredient that you've been missing. You will see the person in your reflection in that mirror as enough And enough truly is enough. And then a little light will start to shine. And that light, I'm going to call it your love light, it'll rush in like a tsunami one day and it'll be a major turning point in your life. You will have learned to totally set yourself free from all of those chains of self-doubt and finally experience 
true freedom, which is the love and acceptance and forgiveness of oneself. It's when I'm sitting in like a church Sunday school class or maybe a book club, it's kind of what everyone has their hangups and issues, but it's all about that inner freedom. And you're going to have what's called I'll refer to it as a direction correction. You're going to correct the direction. So the direction correction will be where the love that you are seeking out in others will come from within now. So you won't actually want someone to fulfill you because you will have already been fulfilled. What you just need to them now is just to give them love. And then in return, you will get true love because you will start to treat yourself like someone that you love. And then and only then will you be able. Sorry about that. I had some technical issues, but I still wanted to tell you that then and only then will you find true love. When you have already loved yourself enough to where you don't need it from someone, but yet you can give it to someone, that is when you will find true love. So take a good look at that person in the mirror today. Those eyes, those gentle, kind, forgiving, loving, kind eyes that are looking back at you that just need a little grace and see that person that you must learn to forgive and to love in order to forgive and to love others. For that, that person looking back at you is the person who needs it the most.